Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Wealth of Geeks podcast. Welcome to the Wealth of Geeks, Movies, Money, and More podcast, where entertainment and finance collide. Join us as we bring together people each episode to debate the hottest topics in the world of entertainment and finance. So, whether you're a fan of Star Wars or side hustles, Marvel or money, this podcast has got you covered. And now, here's your host. The Wealth of Geeks podcast, Movies, Money, and More, is about all sorts of topics, but today we are going to be talking about a travel-specific topic, which if you've been around the podcast for a while, you know those are my favorite because I'm the travel editor at wealthofgeeks.com, and I have brought two of my longtime travel buddies to be on this podcast today. They have expertise in all sorts of fields of travel, but today we're specifically going to be talking about cruises. Before I get into that topic, I want to introduce to you Andrea Updike. Andrea is a married mom of two boys that lives in Raleigh, North Carolina. She is a published author, speaker, and online content creator with 20 years of experience. Andrea embraces joy in the everyday moments, whether she's preparing an easy meal, planning family travel, or sitting on her front porch, which is also one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> you can find her recipes and travel tips at justisafourletterword.com. Welcome to the podcast, Andrea. Thank you for having me. I'm excited you're here. And my other favorite person that's here today is because you guys are both my favorite. I can't choose favorites is Amira Martin. And Amira is the award winning uh, author of a blog. And she has mastered the art of using true authenticity in the influencer space, which Side note, I'm a huge fan of Amira's. I've been following her for a long time before we became friends. That's how I found her because she's extremely authentic and wonderful. <laughs> and she is an innovator and leader in the online hosting industry. She is always, she is always, excuse me, ahead of trends and paving the way for those entering the field. And Amira is the host of the Plan Disney podcast. Welcome, Amira. Thank you, <laughs> My two friends. Like this is yeah, the kind of thing. What? I know, because we're all so nice and we all like each other. But as we were saying before the recording started, this is a debate. And I know you two ladies are going to bring it because <laughs> we have a really cool topic to talk about today. We have not discussed cruising on the podcast yet. We've had lots of other topics related to travel, but we have not talked cruising. Today, we are talking about cruise lines and we're going to pit two against each other, even though there are tons of them out there. Um, obviously, I feel like Amira is going to be the best representative for Disney Cruise Line since she is the Plan Disney podcast host. And Andrea, while she also has worked with Plan Disney, is actually going to be talking about her experience on Royal Caribbean today. So, Andrea, I'm going to let you kind of slide in there first and talk a little bit about your experience with Royal Caribbean. Okay, well, I actually cruised Royal Caribbean. My very first cruise was with them, um, and that was about 18 years ago. Since then, I have cruised about six times before with Royal Caribbean as a single person, as a married couple, and with my kids. So we've had a lot of chances to experience the cruise line in a lot of different ways, and we love it. And have you been on any repeat ships yet? Or have you done every a different ship every time? I think we've done a different ship every time, now that you ask that question. So... I don't mind repeating ships, but so far we, we tend to choose based on the itinerary and not so much the ship because we've loved them all. Gotcha. 
Well, and they have a huge fleet in comparison to uh, Disney's fleet. So, Amira, tell us about your experience with Disney Cruise Line. You were saying you were kind of a newbie, but I don't think you're as new as you think you are. <laughs> well, I mean, technically, I'm, I'm, I'm still a newbie. I'm a, I'm a twice newbie, I should say. So my very first cruise, which I love that Andrea said that, my first cruise was a Disney cruise. Um, my mom took my sister and I on a girl's trip um, when I was 19. So that was... I have an 18 year old so just do the math um so that was my first cruise was actually with my mom and my very little sister at the time we're 14 years apart um so I've just I've had it sort of ingrained but I haven't been back or we hadn't been back until um the inauguration of with my whole family and then before that a little bit before that i did take my daughter on a girl's trip um for star wars day at sea uh when she was itty bitty so around the same age as my sister so uh but it, the whole family got to go together uh, for wish and i i count that as like my real start because you know a cruise is one of those things where once you go with your family andrea knows that's when you really kind of get to feel what the Mm-hmm. Definitely. I agree. And it's such a different experience when you're there as a couple versus with your family or even with friends, um, which is why I love cruising in general, because it's a different vacation every time and you really never get sick of it. Even if you do repeat ships, which I've actually repeated ships on Disney, but not Royal. Um, it's just different every time because there's so much to do. You can't possibly do it all in one trip. And there's just levels of experience that you can do and enjoy. Sometimes you want to go all out. Sometimes you just want to lay in the bed and that's okay too. (laughs) I love that about cruises that you can really have your own kind of vacation and the same people can go on the cruise with you and their vacation is completely different. So Amira, I want to hear about your experience. You said your first one was with your mom and your sister and then your second one was with your daughter, and then your last one was with everybody. So maybe talk about the differences between each of those and what the experience taught you each time. Yeah, so, I mean, I think because my mom made that effort to take us when, you know, I was an actual teenager and my sister was um, the age that you would think you would take a, a kid to a Disney cruise, like around that that age where there's a lot for them to do and people to meet, we got to kind of each part of the ship in our own way. Uh, my mom was very much about the spa, even back then. <laughs> She's all about the spa. And because I was in that teen group, but I was old, too old for an edge vibe, which are the kind of clean teen clubs that they have on Disney Cruise Line, I got to see the best of both worlds. So I wasn't old enough to drink, but I was old enough to kind of like enjoy the quiet parts of the ship. Um, I got to go to the movies by myself. I remember I saw um, God in 60 seconds on that that particular cruise, which was kind of cool. And my mom did let me go to the spa. She paid for a spa treatment for me uh, because I was old enough for that. And my sister was in Oceaneer Club and we got to do that part. Um, And then my sister got to just have her own little adventure too. So we hardly saw each other until it was dinner time. Uh, And I think that has been kind of like, the main thing, uh, even through every single cruise, Disney cruise that I've been on, is that there's so much to do um, that really you may not 
your party unless you absolutely want to until it's time for your main uh, for dinner time. So um, I, I kind of see that constant, even, you know, that was way back then. But Disney is still has that constant where they're going to they're going to make sure there's something for each um, type of person, something for them to do or not uh, on part of the ship. Like you can just lay about in so many places on Disney Cruise Line and have a little quiet spot that you can enjoy. Um, so from that to now having to tackle, you know, five people, get a get a pet sitter, like doing all the things from carefree nineteen year old to doing all of that, uh, it still feels very streamlined. It still doesn't feel as um as hectic because Disney makes sure on you hey this is this is about the time that maybe if you want to make dining reservations other than your main seating you can do it this, this time uh if you want to book spot things ahead of time here's what we do here here are your luggage tags you can start getting those ready uh so i i have loved that we've had that constant every single time um for every disney cruise that i've experienced and then that i've experienced with family members uh, whether it's just one family or all of them all by myself. Who's by myself on Disney Cruise too? Which like, oh. ooh, that is so fancy. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, I have not been on a cruise by myself yet. I've been with my spouse, and I've been with my kids, and then also my extended family, in-laws, and my parents. So it would be interesting to see go on a cruise by yourself. Andrea, you said you'd been on one by yourself, right? No, I haven't been alone. I've done solo trips with each of my kids. And then um, I'm actually going on a cruise next month with a girlfriend of mine. But again, that's not by Wait, myself. Wait, it's not me? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. And don't so tell, it's not Royal time. Caribbean either. Uh, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, focusing on Royal Caribbean today, though. So I want to hear about those experiences. Kind of share maybe what sort of like what Amira shared, like, how was it? How is it different each time you've gone? Because you've taken your kids individually, you've gone as a couple. And then did you go with extended family or just your core four? <laughs> um, I've gone with uh, other couples. We did a couple's okay. cruise with yeah. several well, that's of us. Still and, different. That's a different yeah. experience. <laughs> it was totally different. So fun. Um, a few things about Royal Caribbean that stand out to me, of course, now we did do Disney Cruise when the kids were very young, and I feel like that's, I, I can't say not to do that. I mean, there's just nothing like it when your kids are in that magical stage and they their eyes light up with characters and the kids club is amazing and, you know, all of those things. Um, but what I found with my family, once they got a little bit older, um, it was just a natural progression to go into Royal Caribbean because um, they are not that interested in being in the kids club. So that offering just isn't something that we have to look at anymore. Um, and so when it comes to some of the other things on the ship, my kids just really enjoy walking around. They like having their independence, lots of things to do. There are places for teens and tweens to hang out. Um, but I'll tell you my my 14-year-old on the cruise we did earlier this year, I don't even know how many ice cream cones he ate because all he did was go up to the pool deck and get free ice cream and just wander around. And I love a cruise for that reason because it really is a vacation. A lot of times, you know, when you go to Disney or you go abroad or you do all these things, it's a lot of work and it's fun, no doubt about it. But having that ability to separate from your family, like Amira said, 
and have some individual time and do something that is your vacation style that you don't feel like you're holding anybody back and they're not holding you back. And then you can come back together as a family. Um, we love that. Cruising is probably one of our favorite ways to vacation together. Um, and with Royal Caribbean, I think it's just easy. I mean, I don't know. The kids don't really need to do the kids clubs and we enjoy doing some of the shows. The shows are a little bit, um, I mean, I guess I'll say more grown up, but not really like they have ice skating. You can watch an ice skating show on Royal Caribbean and that's really cool because that's just not something we would ever, you know, do. Um, and, and so the stops are different and I just think it's, it's just another way to enjoy it. I mean, I, I have a hard time saying one's better than the other, but I think. But I'm going to make you today. I'm going to make you. <laughs> better than. It just depends on the age group and it depends on what your people want to do. I think that's fair. <laughs> so, Amira, have you been on any other cruise lines besides Disney? I have. Okay. So, <laughs> for you, since we're not going to, since you are supporting Disney today, I want to hear why you think Disney is the best cruise line. I mean, I am obviously very immersed in the Disney magic of everything. So, I'm always going to at least try something Disney vacation wise point. Like that's cool. that's going to be our family forever and a day until we accomplish all the parks and adventures by Disney and all that stuff that they offer. Uh, but what I do absolutely enjoy about Disney cruising um, that's different from other cruises that I've experienced is that um, the I feel like the memories that you make are way more ingrained in you. Uh, I don't know how they do it. But every little touch of whatever you do on the cruise, everything that you walk past on the ship, there is something to create a memory with. And that has always surprised me every single time that I've been on a Disney ship is that whether it's a, a crew member that you're interacting with, whether it's a, a certain one certain appetizer or, or meal that you have when you have your dinner, whether it's your favorite um, quick service. Uh, on on deck, there's something that connects to a memory of that particular vacation. Um, and I I don't know if they do that on purpose, but I have seen it. I have heard it from other people who've who've cruised Disney that they remember. Um, they have like an affinity for the chicken fingers, and it's because their kid did this one thing, and they were sitting down, and um, or they they always go to this one show, and they always have to go at this specific time because when they go at that time. Uh, their kids' eyes light up even more, um, and they remember this one part, and they have to see it every time they go see that show. Like I don't know what it is, but there's something about that magic that you can only get on the cruise, mind you. Um, in the parks, of course, that happens, but it's so overwhelming. It's just it is at this point um, that if you haven't experienced cruise and kind of been able to slow down and really absorb all of that magic. Um, I, I, I'm a big opponent. I'm, I'm actually kind of a bully at this point. Uh, to all of my friends, it's like, you've been to the park. Like, you know it backwards and forwards. You know the shortcuts. You know this. You know what you like to try a cruise. Slow yeah. down for a minute and really actually feel like um, you are being blanketed in, in the magic for a little bit. And you don't have to do so much. You don't have to plan so much. Uh, so that's what I that's what I, I I always push people to just at least 
look it up, give it a chance, watch some YouTube video, listen to podcasts, and see if that Disney magic is something that you feel like you've been missing. Um, give it a go. Give it a go because you just don't feel that. You don't feel that type of warmth um, on the other ships. They're fun. All, I feel like all cruise ships really are fun. But th- this is taking it to that extra step, that extra little sprinkle that you're getting on a Disney. It's the it's the little something different that you can't put your finger on. <laughs> but Andrea, I want to give you a, a chance to respond to that because, you know, uh, there's not really magic to be found on any other cruise line. However, however, so people feel like Royal Caribbean is better. So let's talk about why you think it's better. Yeah. So um, as someone who has been fully immersed in the magic since I was a child, I grew up in Florida. I'm all about the magic. Um, and it pains me to say that not everyone is, <laughs> not everyone wants that. And, um, but the thing is, it's still magical. It's just not Disney magical. Um, there are different ways to create that magic. And I think what Royal Caribbean does really well is brings your family together to give you that opportunity to make your own magic. And, um, one thing specifically, my son and I, my my 14-year-old and I did a solo cruise last uh, November. We went on the Oasis of the Seas, which is one of the newer class ships. And they have the most incredible aqua show that's like three stories high on the back of the ship. There are people doing flips and dives into a pool on the ship um, in the middle of the ocean. And there's music and there's like people on zip lines going over your head and i mean there's magic it's just not disney and and you've got a lot of pop music involved with that so songs that everybody knows and can sing along to um and i think for a teenager a young tween the athleticism that you find in the shows on royal caribbean is really special especially me i have boys so they're like how do they do that flip and you know like they're just totally wowed by that kind of thing so i think it just depends on what you're looking for um I, I will say, I mean, we, we have wonderful memories, but now that we're, it's just nice to have something that we can keep doing cruising. Um, now that, you know, I will never outgrow a Disney cruise, but, you know, you also, when you're going with family, you want to make sure everybody's having a good time. And, and so it's just a better fit for us right now at this stage. Maybe they'll come back around at some point. <laughs> they will. I will make them. <laughs> um, all right. So I want to talk about food because that is very important to a vacation (laughs) and you know depending on which cruise line you choose some people are very uh, all about the specialty dining the extras Um, and some people are like nope main dining room only Um, I kind of tend to lean in the camp of if I'm just if I'm not going to do any specialty dining that I really would probably want to have a Disney cruise because I think they're you know regular it's not regular but you know what i mean regular dining is better than maybe a main dining room amira how do you feel about that assessment (laughs) oh i highly agree i (laughs) because i've i've been on another cruise line and i've experienced both uh i i've always been a fan of the fact that disney not only they'll give you your mainstay like you're get a state and get you know if you're so they have that available for you, but they do it in a way where it's kind of giving you a little extra something that maybe you've never tried before. 
um, especially like if there's an certain appetizers that they do offer you're like oh i've never tried that so it makes you more adventurous um i've noticed on the other cruise lines that i've cruised is that they they do stick to the base unless you do want something extra um you're just going to get the basics that main diet but if you do they do offer like you can like you said you can do a, a, a different dining package or special experience where you can kind of experiment with your taste buds but that again is something extra you have to book. Uh, right there in May dining they're gonna make sure that you're trying at least something new or your crew member and your your weight uh, team that you have because you you have the same weight team all the way through on um, your rotational dining they'll remember everything they'll remember what your kids like they'll ask your kids hey would you like to try this today I know you really love so and so this is on this menu tonight I can bring it if you don't like it. I can always take it back. Like, I, I absolutely love that they are very encouraging of mm-hmm. you trying something new, but anyone that you're with trying something new because why not? You know, you're on vacation. It's already included. Um, and if you can do that right there in main dining, it just feels way more, uh, wow. like, it's not a stressed type of environment. It's like, try it or not, but hey, it's here. It's going to look pretty on the plate. Um, you're in a nice little ambiance of, of magic. Why not give it a go? And that's how I've gotten almost all three of my kids to try something new. Even the oldest one, um, just recently going on cruises um, for the first time, he actually tried something new. I think almost every night. That's just in awe. Right? You're like, don't, don't look, don't look, don't look. <laughs> He's hurting it. <laughs> We had a similar. We gotta address the elephant in the room because I feel like that's one thing that is a huge plus for Disney is there. You don't have to do the extras to still get quality food, and I feel like sometimes not even just Royal Caribbean. I feel like Carnival does it to you. Celebrity does it to you. If you want something more than just the basics, you got to pay the extra money, which not everybody wants to do. I don't know that I agree with that because. In our experience on several different ships, we've always been, I mean, I would say 90%, 95% pleased with the main dining offerings. Um, and Royal Caribbean, to some people's uh, dismay in the past year, has changed up their menu. They actually do different uh, menu selections each night. You'll still have your basics like down at the bottom as a backup, but they'll have like a French night or a Caribbean night and they'll change up and give different options. Um, so that's a little bit newer. I haven't tried all of those, but on this last cruise we did in May, we were very happy with the food. I mean, they they brought my son a second order of steak because he just is a meat eating machine right now. Um, <laughs> and and they do. I, that's one thing I will say about the crew. The crew on these cruises, no matter what cruise line, are the most generous, real, wonderful people in service anywhere. I think I've never had better service than on my cruise, whether it's the stateroom, the dining, um, just they are, they absolutely go out of their way to make you happy. And they are so genuine and just genuinely happy to laugh with you and tell you their story. And um, similar thing happened with my youngest a couple of years or last year, actually. One night uh, they brought a fruit cup for him. He asked for fruit instead of whatever the side was. And there was one slice of kiwi. He'd never tried kiwi. So he tried it. He really liked it. And I said, well, could we get some more kiwi? And they brought us a whole uh, 
cup of just kiwi. Every single meal after that, we would arrive to the table and there's a cup of kiwi on his, <laughs> on his little spot. And he loved it. And it made, made him feel so special. Um, and so our experience has been positive with the main dining. That said, we do always do one specialty meal every cruise just for fun. Um just to do something different and change it up. We don't do a lot of excursions or additional costs. Co- uh, additional costs. Pausing. But <laughs> what we do is one special meal, whether it's a lunch or a brunch or a dinner, uh, just to dress up a little bit and have something different. So what I will say is when you're taking the signature dining to the signature dining, I think they're very comparable. We love Chop Steakhouse on Royal Caribbean. We love Palo on Disney Cruise Line. Um, And some of the other restaurants on Royal that we love, Izumi Sushi is fantastic. Um, And you'll find that some of the added cost restaurants are far cheaper than they would be on land. So they they have um, Playmakers, which is kind of like a sports bar. And you can go in and get a plate of buffalo wings for like $4 or $5 or something like it. It's less than it would be if you were to go to a sports bar on land. So it's nice to have an option. If you just really want hot wings right now, you can go get them. And it's not that big of a deal. Um, But Disney does have really good food. So I'm not trying to dog on them. But I will say that Royal gets a bad rap. Uh, sometimes. And I think that's maybe because they have such a huge fleet and you can't win all the time. But in our experience, the majority of the time, it's been wonderful. And I will also say that the buffet area, um, the Windjammer, if you don't want what's on the menu, the Windjammer usually has a very different menu from the main dining. So like they'll do specialty nights, like Asian night where you have just Asian buffet everywhere you look and it's fabulous. Sometimes they have Indian food. Sometimes it's burgers and hot dogs. Um, so there, there are a lot of options. That's so new. Something I think about is food. I think about food a lot. So if you ask me food questions, I will keep talking. (laughs) I'm I'm like, okay, what is, what does Disney Cruise Line have? We have Indian food. We don't have Indian food. Uh, but (laughs) I'm like, I'm just looking. (laughs) There's a lot of options. But to be fair to Disney Cruise Line, uh, Palo is legit. Like, I I did it once and we have to do it every time because <laughs> it's amazing. It is fantastic. <laughs> I just I, I mean I fade to Palo. <laughs> well, I'm for Disney Cruise Line, but the one thing I mean I'm I agree with you absolutely is that it is so good and the main dining is so good that it makes it really difficult to want to go something. You're like, oh gosh, I'm gonna miss main dining at because of the rotational dining, you know. You're not going to get a chance to enjoy that um, that ambiance because you want, you're not in the same spot. Every day. Um, so if you decide that you you want to go to Powell for dinner, you're going to miss the mate. So that's kind of like I mean, it's kind of. I've like actually so. never done Palo for dinner. I always do brunch because oh, I don't want to miss dinner. <laughs> oh my gosh, I've done it for dinner and it is phenomenal. But then you're like thinking, you're like, oh, shoot, I missed. So unless you've been on a Disney cruise a couple of times and you've enjoyed that particular night um, of your rotational dining, like you've been to that restaurant a couple of times and you're okay with missing it. If it's your first time cruising and you're like, okay, I really want to do Palo for dinner, you're going to miss that. So that's Mm -hmm. kind of a tip that I'm going to give people is that maybe on your first cruise, 
just do strictly your your main reaction. So you can experience that. And yes, if you want to do that extra flirt, it's so worth it. You don't have to. The food is really good. Um, but you have to identify like, oh shoot, you know, I really I, I can't go into, you know, Worlds of Marvel tonight. Like <laughs> because we're going to pat like that it kinda it's a it's a toss up. But the trick there yeah the trick there is to take a longer cruise so that your rotational dining repeats and then you go to palo on the second night <laughs> you can do everything once that's what i did palo when we did a seven night <laughs> genius tip for everyone out there who hasn't cruised yeah. and is thinking about it um i think that's great and i think that you know you could apply that to all cruise lines because uh, even though maybe, you know, Royal Caribbean or Carnival or whatever doesn't change their main dining, the menu is different and you may be sad that you're missing something. But if you go along a long time, you know, seven days or longer, sometimes the menus repeat. So then you can use that time to move to specialty dining. So I'd still want to talk about food, but I want to talk about um, maybe some of the extras that are on both ships. Um, I noticed that the last time we were on Royal Caribbean, there was like a donut shop and an ice cream shop and there was a Starbucks on the ship we were on, you know, and that's a that's a pretty big deal to some people. They got to have their daily <laughs> the ration of Starbucks. Um, but also, interestingly enough, there I was unimpressed with their uh, room service menu. And Amira, I know you have a, a special feeling about Disney room service. <laughs> I do. So let's let's talk a little about about theirs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, this is this is very gluttonous, I know, but how much I've eaten that day, I order room service every night. Why? Because it's probably twenty-four hour complimentary anytime I want to. So I have like specific things that, again, the memories that you make these small little things because that's available to you. Have a hankering for chicken tenders at one a.m. You can order chicken. <laughs> um, but I am I love that on Disney Cruise Line they do have they kind of rotate a little bit the menu um, but specifically what you look out for is their specific dessert of the um, sometimes it's a cookie um, but like when you call in for room service you can ask them what the, the dessert of the day is or you can look on the app so Disney Cruise Line has an app as you're on the ship you can use that app to order your room service a menu on your phone and you can see what that does it so that's kind of enticing to order room service every night. <laughs> besides the fact that you're not going to be charged for it um but i'm very passionate about it I'm passionate about getting it for breakfast even though there is a breakfast buffet because you never know um maybe you really do want to sleep in that day uh and you can just literally put the tag on your door pick it before you fall asleep um, and they will bring the breakfast to you if you're still hungry after that like there's so many options, but I am a big proponent of taking full advantage of the room service because number one, the food is always phenomenal. I don't know how they do it. The room service food is phenomenal, um, and it comes quickly. And you know, you get that kind of rotation of oh, there's, there's a new dessert today. Okay, I'll, order, I'll make sure I order that. Um, and it's just something where if you're in the room, my husband and I did it one night because the kids were off in their club. Um, we were tired because we're old and we said, you know what, let's order some room service. We were already in our robes for the night watching, um, goofy movie and I said, I'm going to order room service. What do you want? And he's like, so he's like, we just, I was like, oh, no. 
but don't you want it? <laughs> and that's what we did so it was kind of like a little date yeah 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 it was like a little in-state date for us because we weren't going to see our kids till midnight anyway um and we just enjoyed um having room service so i absolutely love that that is an option um on disney cruise line that not only that the food is amazing when you order it no matter what time of day it is So on that note, um, we love room service also. Uh, Royal Caribbean is a little bit different in that they give free delivery for room service for their uh, non-hot breakfast items. So you can get continental breakfast delivered to your room, including coffee and juice and water and that sort of thing, for no charge, um, no additional charge. If you want a hot breakfast like eggs or something or a food later in the day, there is a delivery charge to your room. Um, I think it's like $7.95 or something like that total. Um, the food is all complimentary, but they do add a delivery charge. So we don't take advantage of room service around the clock. However, I always put that little card on the door the night before. I order a carafe of coffee and just donuts and pastries and fruit just to kind of because my kids get up a lot earlier than I want to so I'm like let's get some food in this room so that they're okay for a bit and then we can all go to breakfast later um and that's something that I do almost every single night before and then they just come and bring the food and whoever wants to stay in bed stays in bed and whoever wants to get up can um I highly recommend ordering at least two cups of coffee because then they bring you a carafe instead of one little cup of coffee (laughs) so i do that every time no matter if anyone's with me or not um and one thing i do love about uh, royal caribbean is there's less barrier to access the suite levels uh it's a little bit more affordable and so we have sailed in a grand suite before we've sailed in a junior suite and those rooms have nespresso coffee makers so you can get up and make your own coffee and, Easy. you know, it's awesome. And actually, I'm not sure about Junior Suite, but I know Grand Suite room service is free, just like Disney. So there's no additional cost on that. But we've only done that once and it was very fun for our anniversary. Um, but yeah, I, I'm with you. I mean, room service is one of those luxuries that you have to take advantage of. I mean, I would even pay the $8, but getting the pastries and the coffee and everything, it's just fun. You know, my kids, and now they're a little bit older, so they'll just go out and have breakfast on their own. And my husband and I will go have brunch on our own later. And, you know, that's fun too. So So many options, lots of options. So you you kind of talked a little bit about uh, Royal Caribbean. You feel like there's not as much of a barrier to the higher, the bigger uh, space rooms, the higher price rooms, that sort of thing. So let's let's go there. Let's let's touch on this because <laughs> Disney, you know, kind of has a bad rap of being real expensive. Mm-hmm. It is not a cheap vacation. It is not something that you can just, you know, oh, let's just go, you know, next month. Like you kind of have to save for it. Royal Caribbean and honestly, a lot of other cruise lines, they offer so many things. There's sales, there's free Wi-Fi, there's a drink package. Disney doesn't really offer that kind of stuff, Amira. So why do you think it's so expensive? And is it really that much of a barrier to people to take a Disney cruise? You know what? I think that, to use the word barrier, I mean, yes, you do have to, you definitely have to save. Plain and simple, you have to. Um, it's something where once you make the decision, 
it makes it a little bit easier. Um, I, I'm actually in the in the midst of paying for one for next uh, September, September 2024. Um, and just that initial little down, that initial deposit, I'm just like, oh my god, like my poor wallet. <laughs> but I do like that I can do that, and then I can just pay a little, pay a little, pay a little until are at the point. And I will say, um, once you actually experience it, I mean, up up until that point, you're like, oh my gosh, like is this going to be worth it? It's worth it. It's worth it. I have yet to hear someone say that it was not worth it. Uh, and you know what? I got we got to give it to Disney. They know it's worth it, and that's why they they're like, nope, the price is the price. Um, when they announced new ships, um, they just recently announced a Disney Treasure. People were clamoring to you know book that, and the price for that is you know, it it that maiden sailing is up there and up there. Yeah, I'm like. Wow. And people were literally like on the computer waiting, like, oh my gosh, okay, it's my days. And they were just wanting to put that money out. And I think because of all of that um, excitement that we see every single time, um, that we see whenever new sailings are announced, like anytime that, the, you know, Disney says, okay, new sailings for 2025 are going to be announced on this date, people are diving in to put those deposits out. And that is a to what you experience on the ship. Like, if people are doing that and they're just falling over themselves to do it, you have to kind of pay attention to, wow, they, they're they going out of their way to pay a lot of money to do this. Something must be up on that ship. And it, it is. You know, once you're on there, like I said earlier, there's, there's a specific magic that happens. Um, certain things that, you're, that are offered on the ship just really uh, make you feel like you're the being well taken care of. I, I think that's on pretty much cruise line. They they go out of their way to do that. But there's just something about about Disney doing that as soon as you are on that ship. You are truly, truly, truly on vacation. Um and no one's pushing you to do anything. Um so you're really you're getting what you paid for. You really are. You're getting peace of mind. You're getting fun. You're getting options. Um you're getting an opportunity to See different places, ports that that you stop in. You're getting the opportunity to fully experience Castaway Key, uh, you know, island, uh, and you can spend the whole day just lounging on the beach and not have to worry about fighting someone for a seat. Like you know, on a regular public beach, um, you're getting good food on that on that island as well. So it's it's the quality. You pay for the quality. I say that all the time, um, and it's true. It really is true. Uh, so you just gotta save up, y'all. You just you gotta save your <laughs> like, and that's the tough part is saving yes the money for it. That's really tough. I have to admit. Well, and I think you know, I, even for a less expensive initial cruise, you know, without any adding anything extra, you still kind of have to save, and you really need to plan kind of far out. It's almost like flying in a way that the further out you book the better the price is. Yes. Um, so I think, you know, I definitely agree with you there. But Amira, talk a little bit about what is included in the price of a Disney cruise, because I think that is kind of what sets it apart from other things that sometimes you think, oh, the initial, you know, Carnival, Royal Caribbean, Celebrity, whatever. Oh, that price is so cheap. And then there's a bunch of things you have to add on yeah, that you don't. Mm-hmm. But just, there's a lot of add-ons um, with other cruise lines. 
So Disney, they try to make sure that they can take care of as much of what you need to do as possible for you. Uh, I think that was probably one of my favorite parts about the building. Uh, like I said earlier, like you're going to get check-ins about, okay, this it's time for this. It's time for that. Um, you paid this much. This is how much is due soon. Um, so nothing is, uh, they try not to make anything a surprise for you, which I really enjoy about that whole experience of looking at Disney Cruise. Um, I, lo- I even enjoy the experience of checking in at your port, like check in before you get on the ship. Uh, there's magic in that. So they make that extremely streamlined. Uh, I know, you know, and some other cruise lines that haven't experienced them all, but the ones I have, I feel like we've waited forever. <laughs> like there isn't, there isn't any type of, there is organization, but it's not, it doesn't feel as organized. Like you, you have your group, you know what time and you, at, for Disney at least, um, once you know your time, at that time, you don't still need to show up at 11 a.m. if you're not due to be on on a ship until 2.30. Um, and once you're there, you're easily checked in because ahead of time, you're putting all of your information on the side. You're putting photos in. You're putting details in about your family. You're doing ty- dietary restrictions. You're um, telling them where to mail your tags for your luggage, which is nice. So you can put tags on your luggage way before you're ready to, to get on that plane. Um, and then as soon as you land and you hand over that luggage, you won't see it again until it's at your stateroom, which is nice. Um, another thing that my kids love as you're on the ship is that <laughs> like there's no soda packages going on here. Um, no drink packages, none of that. Um, that's something that I, I did not realize was really important until I actually bought it all because I'm, you know, I don't drink a lot of soda, so that's not really a thing for me, but my kids love it. I and I used to like I used to have that that bad habit. So I will say once I am on the ship, though, I do enjoy I enjoy the pop every once in a while. But my I did not realize how oh, no. you're doing pop soda. Yeah. What's happening? It's a new debate. <laughs> no, because I'm a soda girl, but I live in Ohio, so I hear pop. Right? Okay. All right. I'll give it to you. I'll give you that. So I. Well, everything is hot for me, so. <laughs> Look, all three, all three different. I love it. Uh, but I did not realize that that is such a big deal. And until I talked to other people who, they're big carnival cruisers, they're big world cruisers, and they, and I mentioned that, no, there's no, you don't have to pay for soda. For soda. It's already, they're like, what? We always have to. So that's an add-on that I didn't even realize until I've cruised a cruise line. And talk with their friends who are just like diehard um, carnival or royal Caribbean. Oh, that's apparently a really big deal. It's like that soda package. It's all something that's already included. Uh, the nightly shows. I mean, that's the other. All the stuff is, is already included. In other and so you get your nightly show. You get, um, you get fireworks uh, on Disney Cruise Line, which is so you get, a, you know, a complimentary fireworks show and it is a full-on show uh so that's really nice um so i feel like the other i will say they're catching up so there's not not too much right now with disney i mean i feel like disney is just gonna up the ante with something new soon because we're getting uh, the other cruise lines catching up that's the typical disney way they're catching up they do something revolutionary um 
so you know it's it's kind of like there are a couple of things that you're getting on top of or included when you pay this price and i feel like the the biggest thing is peace of mind there's there's just so much stress about everything else about planning a vacation and just seeing all the add-ons on the other cruise lines just seeing them listed as oh you can possibly add this add this add this and then knowing over on disney there you you have a minimal already uh, included in that pricing just that right away I, that really changes your mindset you're like oh my gosh this is way less for me to even think about here take it take the extra five <laughs> like as a mom i'm just like yeah. please take it off of my plate if it's already included thank you thank you so much uh right. so that that is kind of like if you just want to wrap it up with your bow the piece of mind is the biggest of your is that you're gonna get that you won't have to stress as much about it yeah i can see that um andrea i know you yo sorry go ahead i was about to say i you got to defend yourself because i i see you over there the wheels are turning (laughs) oh they're turning they're always turning and that's part of my magic is i love the planning process and i don't like paying for things i'm not going to use so for me the a la carte version is better because you know maybe my kids will do the soda package my husband and I won't so I don't want to pay for that that we're not going to use um you know and all of the extras the signature dining which we've already talked about is an add-on and and it can be overwhelming um to see all of that but you don't have to buy it and so I enjoy that you can decide what money you want to spend and sometimes the all-inclusive it's enticing because it's easy, but it ends up costing more because maybe you're not using those things. And so it just really depends on what you're looking for and what you're going to use to see if it's a good value or not. Um, you brought up Castaway Key, which I love. Love Castaway Key. Um, but I also love Coco Key, which is Royal Caribbean's private island. And um, there's one key distinction. Well, there's a lot of distinctions about the two now. Um, and there are extra things you can buy for if you want to do the water park on the island that costs extra. However, there is an enormous, wonderful pool on the island that you can swim in and float in and there's a swim up bar and all of that is included with the cruise um, with no additional fee except for whatever drinks that you're going to buy. And I really love that because my kids don't always love salt water they want to see it they want to look at it they want to play in the sand but when they're swimming they want to be in a pool and so i like having the option to go back and forth um to a pool without having to spend any extra money um so for me that's a big seller for royal caribbean um just to have that extra feature because i mean i love to lay on the beach but i can't do it all day either i like to have options <laughs> yeah so uh, it was included in a Royal Caribbean base fair. And then also maybe talk a little bit about the fact that they have sales and like Disney really doesn't have sales on their fairs. And so even if Royal Caribbean's uh, price may be the same as Disney, they'll also include, you know, Wi-Fi and uh, upgrade your, your dining package and that sort of thing. Yeah. So Royal Caribbean, the thing I like about it that def- that differentiates from Disney is they have so many ships in their fleet that you really can find something to fit your budget. Um, You can sail on an older, smaller ship, which is still going to be fabulous. It just might not have a lot of the bells and whistles that the icon or the utopia of the seas have 
that are these huge, you know, theme parks on the water. Um, <laughs> so again, it depends on what you're looking for. But if you're looking for a budget cruise that is going to be a lot of fun, you can find that on Royal and you can find it, you can book it ahead of time when prices are cheapest, when they first come out, but then they also do a lot of last minute sales. So you can do last minute bookings with Royal pretty easily. Um, I think I, the the one I went on with my husband, that was my 40th birthday cruise. So that was five years ago. So I can't say this is going to happen now, but both of us went on that cruise for $800. It was a three night cruise. We paid $800. That included the taxes. That included all of the not, basic not food. each of you together. No, total. It was an ocean what? view room. Oh. We didn't, ha- didn't have a balcony. But, you know, those deals can be found. And the one I took my son on last October, by the way, fall was the best time for deals. Um, last October, my son and I were in an inside stateroom, and I think it was under 700 for the two of us. So, and he was a child, so that was a little, you know, made it a little bit cheaper. But you've got all the, all the ports are included, of course. You've got if you have a stop at um, Coco Key, you've got the beaches there. You've got there's a kids play area that's free. The food on the island is free and it's all the same type of barbecue. You know, they most of the islands have similar food offerings. It's burgers and hot dogs and it's all very good. Um, you've got, you know, options you can add on if you want. You can rent rafts or snorkels or any of that kind of stuff. But you can just walk around and enjoy the atmosphere. Um you know, that that's included. The shows are included. Um, ice cream on the pool deck is included. That's a big one for us. Um, we don't, uh, well, we, look at me. I'm like a spokesperson for Royal Caribbean. Uh, <laughs> Royal doesn't have, um, on most of their ships, I think there still might be one or two that have a movie theater. That is the one thing I miss from Disney. They do pool, they do pool deck movies out outside on the big screen. And I really would love to see them bring back the cinema. Um, I do think it's on a couple of the older ships, but um, I love watching a movie at sea. I just, it's so much fun. Um, but yeah, they, they've got movies nightly at the pool deck. Um, and and the app, of course. You've mentioned the app for Disney a couple of times. Royal has a really good app and it's gotten a lot better. You can go on ahead of time. We were talking about dining. You can look at the menus for every night and see, uh, I think this is a good night to go to Chops or uh, I think we'll get room service instead. Um, you can kind of plan that. You can add things to your personal calendar so that it's um, just for you. You don't have to wade through all of the opportunities. You know exactly what you want to do. Um, you can book your excursions. You can see what excursions you booked and make sure you don't miss the time. Um, so I really do love the Royal Caribbean app. And you can look ahead at other cruises. You can look at, you know, if you have more than one coming up, it's kind of fun to flip between them. You get the luggage tags. You get the whole, you know, the whole deal. But um, I feel like for the money, a lot is included. Um, you don't get the sodas, but you know, the last time, and it depends on the cruise, the pricing, but the last time it was like $8.99 a day for my kids each. So it didn't add a whole lot. As far as I'm concerned, I didn't think it was that much. Um, and if you get into the suites again, you know, if you're in a grand suite, um, there is the opportunity to go into the concierge lounge, which comes with free sodas for the kids, but also free alcoholic drinks during a happy hour, which is really three hours long. Um, <laughs> so happy if hour. you want, you know, it's just it's the time. Apples. Yeah, it's not always apples, apples. You can pay Disney prices on Royal if you want to. And I think you do come out ahead in terms of what you get 
if you want to pay that amount, you know, I think it goes further. You get, you know, the drinks or you can pay for the drink package and that sort of thing. So I don't know, guys. I think I think they both have a lot to offer, but sticking. I'm sticking with Royal right now. Just works. And is, I forgot that you guys have only on certain ships you have the theaters. I thought that was on every ship. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's that's that was one of our favorite things because we are big movie people. So being able to see a first run movie on your and we literally plan. We're like, okay, this is coming out, but we're going to see it on the cruise. So we won't go to the movies this weekend because we'll see it, you know, on the ship um, when we when we get on. And you'll know what movie it is usually yeah. um, for you. So that is that is nice. I, I thought that was on. I thought Royal Caribbean had it on every ship now. So that's interesting. Do you guys not go to Coco Key every sailor? Is it only for like sailors? Yeah, it depends on where you're you know what your itinerary is sometimes i mean if you're not in the caribbean obviously you don't but like sometimes they stop and sometimes they don't stop um based on the other places that they go i recently sailed from galveston texas and that's a little too far to get to coco key Mm -hmm. so we i have not been there yet (laughs) my goal is to go there so i can compare and contrast to castaway because my kids love castaway and i love you know the the adults only portion of that beach. So yeah. Andrea, does Coco Key have an adults only area? It it does. Um okay. I haven't been to it since they well, they have a lot of different areas now. <laughs> and I'm trying to remember okay. if the if the adults area costs more. They have a beach club area that you can pay additional has a nicer restaurant with like lobster and, you know, better food and everything. That's an add on you can you can add with its an adults only pool, I think think i'm not sure if it's adults or not though hmm. it sounds like it would be they're offering lobster on the menu <laughs> yeah it's just a more upscale you know experience for people who want it and those do sell out so it, yeah people will imagine <laughs> <laughs> like a what a quiet spot on the island i will be all yes. about that so castaway key already has that i mean like you said there's an an adult area over there i finally got to experience it when i cruised by myself for work um so and that was fabulous um and you still there's the same food over there i mean you can't get the same food sometimes they do have specialty foods because it is adults only um and that's already included so that's not something that's not add-ups i guess that's another thing that's included um when you and for the most part you will key if you're going to the yeah uh they they try to loop in their island as much as possible because they want to Sprinkle that magic on you before they're shipping you back home. So um, that's a, that's another thing that's included already. Um, and there's plenty of spaces on the island for kids to enjoy. There is a little water park area. Um, it's not a huge one, but uh, it's good enough. And, you know, there's kids clubs already on the island. So if your kid wants to still hang out with their friends and not you, uh, they can go do that. Um, wow. So yeah, I know exactly. I'm like, please go. <laughs> Just leave it. So, Go do it. Um, although my kids are the opposite. They on Castaway Key, they they want to be with us. But mm-hmm. yeah, we had a hard time getting rid of our kids on, on Castaway Key. They were like, well, we have to go over there. We want to stay with you. We're like, just for an hour. We just want to go see it. <laughs> okay, so I want to hear about your favorite ship that you've been on and why it was your favorite ship. Hard question, I know. <laughs> Andrea, you want to go first? I'm trying to think. I'm going to, it's really hard 
I'm I'm going to go with an older ship, and I part of me thinks it's because of the experience we had. But we did a European cruise in the Baltic on the Voyager of the Seas, which is one of the older, smaller ships. But it had everything you would want on a cruise. It was just my husband and I. And that is the cruise we were in a grand suite. So we had access to the concierge lounge and our stateroom attendant was just incredible. And the ship was like the perfect size. It wasn't too big, but it was big enough that you didn't feel like you were just looking at the same stuff every day. Um and of course, the itinerary was amazing because we could, you know, you get off in a different European country every time you stop. So that, I mean, who can, who can argue with that? Um, and surprisingly enough, after sailing Oasis of the Seas, I kind of felt like I preferred the smaller ship because on Oasis, it's easy to forget that you're on a ship. <laughs> Sometimes you forget you're on a cruise ship because it's so big and there are so many, um, hallways and stuff you don't always see the ocean like if you're not at the very top or you're not in your room you know some of these promenades are in inside and they're inward facing and there's not windows to the outside and so I like the smaller ship to be able to just any window I look out is the ocean that's why I'm there you know so for me I'm gonna go with Voyager final answer <laughs> and I'm sad you're not answering going through my head <laughs> Like this one for this reason. Oh, gosh, that's so hard. So when you first asked, I did want to say, I immediately thought in my head the fantasy. Uh, I just, we, I very much enjoyed like, That was our girl trip. Um, my daughter uh, ship. So it just the memories that I have on, on there, being able to take her and you know, have a mother-daughter time. Uh, and I just really enjoyed that trip. I don't know what it is about it, but it was so relaxing. Um, and I, you know, I've been on other, other ships on Disney Cruise Line and that one, I just, I don't know the, the vibe of that one was just way more vacation. I don't, I don't know how to explain it even more. Um, but we're nodding because we totally understand what you're like. (laughs) It's not like it's, you know, I mean, each Disney ship obviously has its own little flair part. The atriums are different, um, but I don't know. That one just, it felt like I was right at home when I was there. Um, I enjoyed the staterooms on that one. And, you know, I, I wanted to say The Wish because it's the newest one. And that has the family memories connected to it because that's the one that we experienced all together for the first time. Um, but that darn fantasy, I don't know. It, it got me right in my heart. So and I'm I'm dying to get back on it, um, and I think my husband really would really enjoy it. So I'm ty- I'm dying to get him on it. Uh, so I don't know. I just I very much enjoyed what was available there, the size of that ship. Uh, there's something about it. There's something about that one. I think we have to address too, because if I'm not mistaken, wasn't that the cruise that you took with your daughter that was Star Wars themed? Yeah, I'm. I don't want to. I don't want to say it. You know, got my little Archie. Archie That's an important distinction between uh, Disney and pretty much any other cruise line. I don't know. I mean, sure, they've got uh, uh, Margaritaville cruise ships now that are like twenty four seven Jimmy Buffett, but I don't know. Any, are there any other offerings on Royal Caribbean that are are similar to Pixar Day at Sea, Marvel Day at Sea? I mean, those are huge draws for people. 
Yeah, I don't know that there are. I, I don't know because of the age. I'm not looking for those kinds of cruises. I know in the past they have done DreamWorks cruises and people have met DreamWorks characters like Shrek and um, Minions, I think maybe even um, on different cruises. But I don't know if that's just like a character comes out or if it's a whole day of it. I'm not really sure. Um, But yeah, I mean, if you're looking for an experience like that, I don't know that Royal would be the one to fit that bill. (laughs) And that's that is another thing about Disney cruises. I mean, if you are big on feeding characters just in general like it doesn't have to be star wars dancy pixar or marvel the character meet and greets on a disney cruise compared to if you've ever been to the park the disney park or even you know universal you are you're going to be blown away because not only do you get to see certain characters you never thought you would get to see you get to interact with them they have special um little costumes on that fit the theme of your cruise um and you just get quality time with the characters that you love. So character meet and greet because I, you know, people think that that's a kid thing, like a little kid thing. I know the legit adults <laughs> are all about like it will wait, it will wait hours in the park to meet characters, and that's what they're all about. Um, so that's something that is super like important to you, just in general, not your kids or you know. Um, Whoever you're with, maybe that's your thing, and you always get so bummed that you don't get to see your favorite Disney characters every time you take a Disney vacation because the line is long, or you've missed the meet and greet. You have consistent on a Disney cruise, um, and that is just that was super spectacular. Daisy Duck is my favorite of all time, so I got to like interact with her, and we had a whole little Kiki, and she loved my outfit. Like I had full on Daisy time, like. And Daniel will never, I don't think I'll ever be able to experience that ever again. Like, it was like five full minutes with Daniel, just like talking to her. Um, and it was just an absolute dream. So I will say that is something on a Disney ship that if, if that's something where you are all about those character meet and greets and, and things like that, you definitely got that included already. And you can just literally be walking around the ship and all of a sudden you see a princess. Um, and they interact with you like that is that's pretty cool i will say even my my 17 year olds just like at, at that time he's 18 now was all about the, like it was the coolest thing uh so that is that's that's one little one little see that that you do get sure all right We are coming to the end of our recording of this episode. So I want to give both of you a chance to... uh, Amira just made a really great argument. So I'm going to let you go first, Andrea, because if we end there, I'm picking Disney just based on what Amira just said. (laughs) But I want to give you a chance to say anything else that you want to say, maybe that we haven't quite covered in our our one hour here together in support of Royal Caribbean. Well, um, as you know, I'm going to do my closing argument here. I love it. Now, I love Disney Cruise Line and I will still say, you know, I it depends on what your family wants to do, what is important to you. That is the bottom line and I love that there are so many choices for different people and people who want to experience different things. Maybe you've done Disney cruises and you want to try something different. Yeah, I love that Royal is different enough that you can love Disney and still love Royal because they're two different experiences. 
Um, I will say one thing we didn't touch on, and maybe this is a plus, maybe it's not. Royal Caribbean does have a casino on the ship, and most of them are going smoke-free or are having two different sections, some smoking with and some with no smoking. I'm not a fan of the smoking casinos, but I do enjoy spending a little bit of time <laughs> in uh, a, a seat at the slot machine. It's fun to do. I really only do it on cruises. So for me, it's like my cruise activity that I get to go, you know, gamble a little bit on the cruise. And and it's just a, you know, the bright, I call it the arcade for the adults, you know, like the grown up <laughs> arcade. And uh, it's a nice thing to be able to do when you've had the meal and you've seen the show and your kids are off doing their own thing. You know, I feel like on the Disney cruises, pretty much your only other option if you're not into dancing is to go sit in the Cove Cafe, which is great. Sit at a bar. Um, so I like having a little bit of entertainment on the casino. And um, and then there's, you know, like I said, the different like sports bars. They've always got games going and that sort of thing. Um, so for me, that's a plus for Royal Caribbean. Your mileage may vary. Um, and overall, I just really like that there are so many options. I mean, again, it, I am more about, like, I love the quality vacation that you get from Disney, but I also enjoy traveling more than once every other year. And so for me, I like to squeeze in a couple extra cruises here and there. Um, so that bumps Royal into the win category for me there. Valid arguments. All right, Amira, closing argument for Disney Cruise Line. So... I think actually, too, as a as a full on rebuttal, if you are one of those families who you you want to save up for that really really good vacation, like you you can't go all the time, you know, it's school schedules are just crazy, and your work schedule only allows you to leave for a week or two, um, out, right off of work without having to get some type of penalty, um, or you're just you know what decide, hey, I love to vacation, but I really only want to do it once a year. This is what you want to do. Want a full-on relaxing vacation, Disney Cruise Line is definitely it. Uh, once, you, once you arrive on the ship, you'll see how many places you have to literally play, take a nap, uh, enjoy a uh, enjoy a pool. If you're of a certain age and you know, you're 21 plus, you have your own little area where you can just have why joy for a little bit so if that is you if that's your family um this is it this is the one because you know that once you invest the money um once you have it all paid off you're literally going to be able to experience so many things all at once during that vacation and it's not something where you have to piecemeal it together to enjoy an island vacation to enjoy being served five-star food to enjoy um, watching first-run movies while, you know, you're being swayed on a ship to enjoy character meet-and-greets, uh, to maybe splurging on that special uh, restaurant uh, date with, you know, your significant other or your girlfriend. Uh, so this is where you can save up the money and actually have a vacation that you will experience and then continue to talk about the next year until you go on the next Disney cruise. Um, it's one of those. So if you are one of those people where you're like, listen, I want a one-stop shop and I want to make sure that everything that I do is going to be spectacular and I'm going to 
for every single minute of it, that's a dis. Well, <laughs> you both have made such compelling arguments and really given a lot for our listeners and anybody who's watching this video on YouTube of the podcast episode, a lot to think about, a lot to chew on <laughs> when it comes to choosing the right cruise line for you. Um, and I really hate this part of being the host of this is choosing a winner <laughs> because I totally like I see Andrea's side. I see the choice side. My I have two older kids and then I have one younger. So the older kids are starting to lean more Royal Caribbean because of all i mean they're just busy 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 yeah but my littlest still very much in the disney bubble amira and you know we all know all three of us love disney so it's not like we don't <laughs> but okay andrea you have done a really great job supporting royal but i'm gonna give the win to amira <laughs> I saw Ayaz win that one. See, she has ego. Like, I'm like, I the ball royal, right? <laughs> I don't to, I'm immediately going to go and look and see what's on sale right now because I'm totally, I'm, I really want to do Icon. I feel like the, when that ship comes out and it's, you know, book, you know, I can get on it and all that kind of stuff, I may change my tune. But for me personally, I'm a huge fan of, and as we're all moms, so we get this. Like, you're the planner. You're the person who's in charge of making sure everybody's got their passport. Everybody's got their luggage. And did you pack underwear? Gosh, when it comes to Disney, like, once I get there, I'm done. Like, I don't have to do anything else. Yeah. I don't have to entertain my children. I don't have to check and see if this thing is open or if this character's me. They know. They just know. Or you just run into them in the hallway. And, mm -hmm. you know, I think because I still have a little person in my house, <laughs> Disney is really it's it's the happy medium for everybody because even as much as the older kids are like wanting to be cool <laughs> and and you know oh I I like the zip line better mom and I like the rock climbing wall on the Royal Caribbean ship they don't mind the Disney stuff especially when they can be with their little brother and I yeah. I treasure that because I know at some point he's going to grow up and then they're really going to grow up and they won't want to do the things that little brother does anymore so that's why I chose Disney for this episode. Now, if we do this episode in another year, and now yeah, white kids are older, yeah, yeah, thinking a different too. I don't know. <laughs> I'm telling you what, I I think it's good to have options. I mean, I I'm not saying I'll never go on a Disney cruise again either. You know, and I'm trying even a, another cruise line, like I said, next month, and maybe they'll blow these both out of the water. I don't know about that, but we'll see. <laughs> um, but you know, that's that's the beauty of it. I mean. I think competition is healthy. And mm -hmm. even though I am specifically rooting for Royal in this, I will concede that there are a lot of wonderful things about Disney Cruise Lines. So I think you can't lose either way. Yeah. I think we should just say they should try both. Yes. Yeah, try both. I mean, you have to be able to say as a tie. Want. <laughs> Listen, we're, Andrea and I are deciding for you. It's not <laughs> because we each are like, Make good points. I like that. <laughs> yeah, yes. me too. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate you both so much for being here and lending your expertise on this topic and giving lots of little tidbits for people who are maybe thinking about booking a cruise. That they've got lots to think about. Um, before we head out, I want to make sure they know where they can find you online. So if they've got a response to anything you've said, <laughs> Andrea, how can people get in touch with you online? 
Um, well, always you can go to justisafourletterword.com for my articles about food and travel. But if you want to just send me a quick DM on Instagram, you can find me at Andrea Updike. Great. And Amira, where can they get in touch with you online? Uh, probably the best place would be on Instagram. I'm the Amira Martin over on Instagram. Uh, you'll see me also in the Plan Disney panel Instagram comments all the time. <laughs> Uh, because, you know, that that's my day job. Uh, so you can find me there as well. Um, and you can see our podcast on YouTube. You can listen to them on any podcast platform, the Plan Disney Podcast. Uh, and I also have my own website, amiramartin.com, if you want to come over and see some of the things I've done um, prior to my current Disney gig. <laughs> yes. Amira is the queen of being uh, a baller on a budget. So as we were talking about budgets, I really was like wanting to throw your tagline in there. <laughs> that one was like, that's not that got me. Baller. <laughs> got me. Like, I heard sale of sale? A sale on a Yeah. Okay. I got it to me. World Caribbean's on the list now. See, we, we can all let me know when you find a good deal. I'll look at it and I'll make sure you get what you need. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> Well, thanks, everybody, for listening, for watching, wherever you uh, consume this podcast, whether it's on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Until next episode, thanks for watching. Bye, everybody. That's a wrap. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the Wealth of Geeks podcast and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We have a ton of incredible content coming your way that you're not going to want to miss. Until Until then, then, stay stay geeky. geeky.